Welcome to the podcast that lifts the reduced sticker on your life and sees what it was originally worth. We take our guests through the quicks of their retail habits, from their best ever bargains to the times of being completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vicks Layton, shopaholic, consumer champion and occasional comedian. And if the Watsons were cheeses, Mark Watson would be a rather ripe camembert and the man alongside me would be a processed slice of American cheese. And I, for one, prefer those cheese slices on a burger. Hello, Paul Watson. Wow, that was, the, the irony being Mark doesn't eat cheese. I know, Famously. I was going to say. I was like, is that weird knowledge? Is that in the public domain? Um, I think so. It probably Everything he does he is in the public like, domain, isn't it? Uh. He doesn't like cheese. I mean, gastrically, I don't like cheese, but I enjoy finding that out over and over again, like a lesson I can't learn. Yeah, so, so. Who's, who's the joke on, really? It's... Me with my lifetime of enjoying cheese or him with his career? Are you a fancy cheese man? No, I'm not. You are. I wish I. I, I really bitch, wish I was. You? Nah, I'm, I'm not Baby Bell. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not so. I did actually eat a Baby Bell yesterday because my <laughs> my little boy who's five decided he really wanted to have Baby Bell. He got really excited. I think it's in red plastic, like red yeah. rubber. Uh, and then he ate took one bite out of it. And went. Oh, I don't think I like this. He was really sad about it. So I, I had to say it's okay. But then he got really sad. It was going to get thrown away because I think he still thinks <laughs> things sort of have feelings, food and stuff. So I had to eat it and I <laughs> ate it and tried to pretend I liked it. But it was grim. It doesn't taste of a lot, does it? But what it does belt? taste of is bad. And I remembered having them in childhood and quite liking it. But I think now I was thinking of Dairy Lee. Oh, right. Which yeah. I'd still eat now. Yeah. No or a laughing cow. Well, there's the sparkling gold banter out the way. So let's go on and introduce the guest. Our guest today is officially the country's best entrepreneur. She won The Apprentice earlier this year and owns a dessert brand that makes me want to lick Instagram when I look at it. <laughs> yeah, it is the absolutely brilliant Halfrey Core. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Thanks for having me. I think that's the best introduction I've had so far. I'm going to take it. It was a bit weird. <laughs> Specifically the cakes. I feel like I should caveat. You don't need to lick them off Instagram, but you could just order some. Oh, that's, is that an option too? Absolutely. Oh, so they are physical, but you don't have to lick the screen. You don't. I've been doing like it Like a scratch right. and snip. I've been doing it all right. <laughs> is, that, is that a very dated reference? Idea. Scratch and sniff. I've never heard of that. Yeah, ah, I thought okay, so. Yeah. Um, no, I, I got it, but I'm... Yeah, there was. There used to be like TV shows where you could get basically the equivalent of like a 4D experience where they'd have a cooking show and they'd be like, now scratch this square and it'll smell like tomatoes. It makes us sound a hundred years old. Where did it, you get those cards from? It's. I think they're in the middle of newspapers. Yeah, they were. They were just... I'm really glad you're confirming this. As you're describing like this, it feels like we've either had some weird hallucination or we are like so old because it sounds so budget, but it was a thing. Yeah, It sounds fun, quirky. I wouldn't mind having a scratch and sniff card. Well, if that does become your like next big idea. A retro marketing thing where you send yeah. out like a scratch and sniff where you can smell the cakes like get the freshly baked smell Paul we just we're pitching ideas here we're all just straight yeah. in is this a thing though or is it just you two that will know about this <laughs> I think it's more than just us we're it's... probably going to edit this out because it makes us sound like we're about 50 <laughs> 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 remember when tellies could be scratched and sniffed <laughs> right. oh, God. we've gone off track already right so here's how the show works <laughs> we've carefully and scientifically crafted some questions to get inside your shopping basket your mental shopping shopping basket find mm-hmm. out how you are as a spender mm-hmm. so what's the best deal you've ever found it's a good question and i'm actually nervous for these questions because 
I'm actually quite an impulse buyer when it comes to the personal side of things. If I want something, I'm just I'll just quickly get it. When it comes to the business side, I would say that's definitely where I find the best deals because you want to save money in your company, right? The best deal I would say have, has to be very recently. We are currently fitting out our new store in Bradford. Exciting. Yeah, it's going to be the new flagship Also Yum store. And we need a walk-in freezer installed. And um, we got quoted £15,000 which is just completely out of budget and makes me feel like I just want to go on to curries.com and order a couple of (laughs) chest freezers, just buy a load of small freezers for domestic use. (laughs) But obviously it has to be commercially um, suitable. Um, But yes, scrounged around, um, had a look on Google, found a local guy instead and has installed it for £5,000. That's incredible. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. shop local. So that's like a big, big company versus small trader. Did he follow every health and safety regulation when installing it? Probably not. (laughs) I didn't see any hard hats or high vis or I think he actually wore flip-flops when installing it. That's a choice. But but let's be honest, the way that negotiation was going, Mm -hmm. we had left you alone with him for a couple more hours. It was going down to three, wasn't it? Possibly, yeah. (laughs) And the flip-flops would be left behind. Yeah. <laughs> Can you check him in? Uh, I could have got him to pay me to install it, right. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like it didn't look hard. Do you find that when you go in to negotiate with people now, they'll know who you are, right? So is that is that difficult? Because if I was going in to try and negotiate with you, I'd mm. think, uh-oh, <laughs> I'm in a bit of trouble yeah. here. Because you've quite visibly proved mm. your credentials. I think I'm a lot more confident with negotiating. I'm not going to lie. I I didn't even realise it was one of my strengths when I was going into The Apprentice. It was only when I was on task and I was forced to, and I thought, I'm not walking away from this with any chance of not winning this task. I have to negotiate. And then you almost lose any form of, I don't want to say shame, but it's all on the table yeah. and you get I can become a little forceful with it and I realised if I activate my forceful nature with negotiating I can get those results <laughs> um, but I'm a little softer in real life actually sometimes I really like the person it's like oh go on I'll pay full price Aww, <laughs> that's nice <laughs> so I, am, I am nice sometimes it's like you've got a superpower but you're not going to use it for you I don't always use it I like to you know just whip it out when I want to I don't think it's not nice to get a good deal though is it yeah. I think if we all did a little bit of that then prices would be a bit fairer so true. I think every Very time true. you go in and negotiate it down you're doing it for somebody who is a little bit shyer so, yeah um, what's funny is though is that sometimes I just try it when there's, it's just so silly like I don't know I'm going to get <laughs> just something from Primark and I'll just probably go to the till and say are there any discounts coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say can, can I use your friends and family and they're like no <laughs> is, that, is that like is it almost hard to just switch that bit of you off because like that your work persona like is it hard to just step back and say I don't have to do this. I actually have two sides to my personality. I'm either fully switched on and I'm trying to get every freebie or discount going and I don't want to pay for something. So how can I get this cheaper? Um, Or I'm really relaxed. And I think that's why I'm an impulse (laughs) buyer on the personal side. The Instagram dress, price not important. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) I've just got those two sides for personal. I just get what I want when I want because I don't know the business side to me is very different so depends what mood I'm in it's so brave to start your own business I think loads of people have got an idea for it mm-hmm. and they know exactly what they do but mm-hmm. you just don't know how to take the first step and I think particularly because mm-hmm. it is financially terrifying 100% so when you started out were you looking for the cheapest of everything or were there some things that you thought we must invest in this up front to make sure that we're, do- we're making the thing that is the best quality it can be because you have to make so many compromises mm-hmm. so what you're saying there sounds very mature <laughs> okay <laughs> okay what actually happened <laughs> what actually happened was I, I, I quit my job I roped in my sister and said come on let's go sell ice cream on waffles <laughs> 
We didn't have a clue. <laughs> what was the spark that made you go, right, I'm all in? I was a bank manager for HSBC. Um, I'd been working on that, I think, for maybe four years and gone from cashier to bank manager. So I was really proud of that. Used to toddle in my high heels into work. <laughs> thought I was the bee's knees. I'm a bank manager at 24 years That's old. So, yeah. I'm amazing. Yeah, but I just, women as well doing it, you know, typically yeah, like quite a masculine. You, you see women as the cashiers in a lot of banks, and you get right. the, the old man comes out and does the hundred yeah, percent. So. so wouldn't it be a treat if I toddled out in my heels? I, I would. Love, I would sign up for that bank immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just felt as time went on, I just really didn't have that passion for it okay and I'm sure many people do like banking is a great career it it genuinely is because there's a lot of perks to it and it's a solid career even though things are changing a lot now but I just didn't wake up and think wow I want to go give someone 0.01% on their savings (laughs) just didn't get me going like what was the original question um Um, it was just about yeah oh we didn't have a clue I'm being completely honest were you in your own kitchen like do you have to have premises how does that work yeah well we actually did think big at the beginning we didn't actually start selling desserts and things from home we wanted to get a spot in a shopping centre and have that established kiosk that we're trading from we just and I'm, I'm just being honest here we we pretty much we didn't wing it but we did plan and we did do our best to do the research but we definitely weren't in the headspace that we are now because we didn't have anyone to really bounce off in that industry and I'd never stepped foot in a um, cafe or coffee or restaurant environment to actually work so that would have been a good idea if you want to set up a business <laughs> work in a similar one maybe <laughs> we just thought yeah we can set up a food business so I think we found it much more tough than we could have or would have if we just potentially planned a little more however having said that I'm a risk taker I also believe you can't wait and wait and wait till things are perfect if you want something go for it and if you're smart enough you'll figure it out because the apprentice in itself is a gamble because you have to take time off. Your sister was manning the, the business. Mm. There's the absolutely no way that I would have been able to go on The Apprentice or be in the position I am or have this successful business without my sister. Business is scary. It's it tough. And I take my hats off to anyone that does it as a solo project. I, I actually just don't know that I could have got to this point without my sister. I certainly wouldn't have been able to go on The Apprentice because, yes, we only had two dessert parlours when I went on the show, but anyone that is in the food industry knows how much it takes just to pull things together. It's not a simple service where, okay, let me... It's it's one item, I'm going to sell it, and it's done. It's not a boxed-up, ready-made proposition. You know, there's the ingredients, there's different suppliers to deal with, there's different staff. We close very late in the evening, so it's difficult to find people that want to work those hours. Your whippy ice cream machine breaks down. Your customer oh, says... just McDonald's. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. what was from a personal, sort of your own finances way? Because you're mm-hmm. taking time off your life effectively. So yeah. was the business at a point where you could afford to take that time or was that kind of a gamble as part Mm -hmm. of the like speculate to accumulate? It's taken us some time to get the business to a level where I don't have to be there every day. What I did mean at the time was that we then had to give someone else more hours to step into what I was was doing. But actually, my sister just ended up working seven days a week, bless her. Um, (laughs) But... um, 
I was really hands-on with the stores directly before The Apprentice. I, that was my passion. I enjoyed that going in, you know, sometimes late in the evening, even from like eight o'clock, because our busiest period is from eight o'clock till around, you know, 10, 30, 11. That's yeah. the buzz. That's when everyone wants a really naughty dessert after their dinner. So I used to love going in, checking over things, making sure the stations are run well, speaking to customers, and you know you've had a good shift. And I really miss that. Um, but yeah, we've worked hard. We've been running the business for nearly seven years in September. But it took a good, I would say, four and a half, five years to get to the point where I or my sister don't need to be there every day. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see some people going on to The Apprentice and they have like They're a year it. into a business. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. how are you affording to walk away from this? Who's paying your bills? But I think people, like, <laughs> the other thing that, that I was really interested in is I don't think if you're a, uh, just a viewer, you don't get an idea of the timescales on The Apprentice. So like, no. obviously to, to a TV audience, you don't know how, how, like, how long this goes on for mm -hmm. and the fact you have a business that you've had to put on hold yeah. well not put on hold but you've had mm. to manage to keep going mm. I think people wouldn't necessarily understand the pressure you must be under like and I think that's what makes it entertaining yeah <laughs> because you're all highly yeah. strung because yeah. it, it has to work 100% which... so when you watch The Apprentice everyone looks miserable and stressed and you're thinking gosh it can't be that bad can it <laughs> yeah. well it bloody is you know <laughs> you're miserable because you want to go home you don't have your phone. You've got no idea what's going on in the outside world. And he keeps waking you up at 5am for reasons that are completely inexplicable. Why? Because <laughs> a lot know. of the stuff he's doing, you could just do it at 7 or 8. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you brought this up with him since, because obviously time. now you, you work with him, surely you could just give a little note there mm. to him and say... I think Lord Sugar probably feels exactly the same way that we do. And I think it's just the production side of things. It takes a long time to set up these scenes and get the cameras in place. And I was really gobsmacked when I went into it because I've never, ever done anything similar. I was really private, hardly had any social media presence. I went on it pretty naively, if I'm honest with you. I just wanted to go on because I like challenges. I like exams and tests and I don't know why I just do. And I thought, I, I want to do those challenges. And hey, if I get investment, brilliant. I didn't actually think of the negative potential consequences it could have even to my reputation if I didn't do well. Yeah. So there's no option when you go on it. You you have to perform. And if you're serious about the business and you're serious about getting a good investment, you're not there for the fun or whatever. So you might look serious and miserable sometimes. So. <laughs> but is there fun? Because that's why, because yeah. you don't see, a, like you said, there's a lot of stress and a lot of tension, yeah. but there must be a lot of stuff they don't show that yes. is just, that, that not everyone's at each other's throats the whole time, right? There must, yeah. I think you, it does look like mm -hmm. it's this really brutal mm -hmm. cutthroat atmosphere, and I'm sure it is in a way, mm -hmm. but is it also fun? It really is, but it's almost <laughs> as if you don't register that at the time. So inside, deep down, internally, you are smiling somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Because you are happy and grateful to be on this experience. You cannot believe it. You've dreamt of this moment. I feel like this is amazing business spin. <laughs> you are a master of this. It is fun. We've made, I've made an amazing group um, of friends because I didn't really have many before. <laughs> so um, because I'm so business minded, I guess one of my, my shortcomings is I, I don't often find that balance. And I, I really like having conversations about business and work and Life isn't always about that. So I need to get a better balance. So it's actually quite good having fun with people that are also on exactly the same wavelength. But I always think this as well, when there's that interview stage and they just trash everybody. Oh, yeah. But it, it feels so completely unfair because mm -hmm. it's like 
it's like you're having an interview, but you've not had any chance to prepare. And the things you must have put together must have been months ago. And they're oh, tearing you apart. It's, oh, I don't know, I feel really defensive of, of every candidate oh. who faces that. Because it, it doesn't feel like a fair test. I think at the end of the day, you've got a person sat there that has invested their time blood, sweat, tears into putting a business plan together. They've gone on this process to get to those interviews, putting everything they can into these tasks. And then you're sat there and someone's pointing the finger and telling you that your business plan is really not very good. Yeah, (laughs) Of course that's going to hurt. And of course you're going to get defensive because someone's just telling you that everything you've done was pointless and they really do push that. For me... I don't know. I don't know if it was an out-of-body experience. I just had seemed to have this sense where I knew they were going to do that and I accepted that, that you're not going to sit here and pat me on the back. You're never going to tell me my business plan is amazing because that's the process of this and you want to see how well I can deal with pressure, how well I can deal with you prodding at me because no business plan is perfect and no one is perfect. So I'm not going to sit here waiting for you to tell me I'm fantastic. Come at me and I will I will tell you exactly what I am made of and I'm confident enough that I can. this is the best shot I can give. If you want to invest in me, great. And if you don't, this is all I've got. But like when the camera goes off, do they at all just go, I'm sorry? I have to do this like is there any that would humanity? be a very big secret that I'm revealing okay. I'm not sure <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that podcast I, I've got to remind you Paul I, we are on Pulse I'm, I'm not the apprentice I'm <laughs> you know what um, Claude, Linda Claudine and Mike fantastic business people you know you can't be offended they're of just you can be offended I'm often offended on your behalf I was alright I enjoyed it not you specifically some of the, some of the less yeah. fortunate contestants you know what yeah I actually did feel hurt on their behalf I thought <laughs> you know what leave her alone she's amazing <laughs> now it's a slightly more frivolous question did you, did you get a wardrobe allowance because everyone looks really slick in the boardroom or do you have to bring your own clothes they're all your own clothes I got about two weeks notice that I was going to be on the show I usually live in a purple t-shirt and jeans because of the job that I was doing always in the waffle shop so that was a mad panic you do not want to know about the piles and piles and piles of online parcels (laughs) were they delivering them and saying are you on The Apprentice or something (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think they knew what was going on Um, I went through an amnesty recently where I tried to send back things to ASOS that I I had no idea what were in the parcels it was like a lucky dip because you can just post them back without shame so I just put them all in the post box because I wasn't doing anything with them I thought whatever money I get back is a gift because my house is tidy (laughs) they're away they're not my problem and to be fair they did refund quite a lot of them that weren't in sale so I don't know if they still do that you know what I think they make the returns process difficult on purpose because it puts you off wanting to bother returning it Um, for me I'm actually really naughty I find it very easy to buy the products (laughs) and I can do that single handedly but when it comes to returning I usually rope in my mum or my sister or my niece you know just help me sellotape these up I need to fill these forms out I'm limited on time project management yeah it works really well for me it's a skill so you've said you're a different person to how you operate in business have you ever experienced a bargain that wasn't what it seemed that you kind of wished you'd thought about I do like to to splash out on hair care okay um you know it's one of my nodding but oh I'm nodding in that I know what hair is and I understand the words but yeah (laughs) (laughs) as far as I go (laughs) I'm very lucky to have thick curly hair I like to look after it I go to a top hairstylist you know I'm pretty bougie with my hair it is rich girl's hair isn't it it is it's the Kate Middleton that is is one of my biggest frivolities I love a blow dry Mm -hmm. and when they ask me what I want I do say that I'm like I want rich girl's hair I want to look like my hair grows out like this but we all know it doesn't I look like that now since I started investing in 
able to yeah. level perfection. But I never used to. So now I feel like, you know what? I spend good money on my hair. And when I started visiting this new bougie rich girl hairdresser, she said, you must, must, must use this expensive shampoos as they always is do is that the Olaplex one they're Olaplex. obsessed with yeah shampoos. exactly that because I'm the opposite oh, like they'll be like oh you need this shampoo and I'm too polite to ask how much it is because I feel like if you have to ask the price you're Why revealing are you that you are broke well, so yeah. I'll be like well it's a bottle and it? it's small how much can it cost so can I've it be quite a lot so dirty on that it's like really? £25 for a shampoo like, well I'm that person now <laughs> and I've seen this massive difference and I feel very you know rich girl with my hair and the other day um, so I'm, I'm in London at the moment killing a few birds with one stone and the hotel cost that much so I was like great now I'm going to have to scrimp and save on everything else picked up a bottle of Head and Shoulders one pound great do you know what I'm going to convert oh no I'm a bargain hunter now and I'm washing my hair and all of the expensive colour in my hair is running out it was washing all of the hair dye out of my hair that is what you use to strip out temporary colours I didn't know that uh... so that's why I was ginger throughout my teenage years because (laughs) yeah that's why I turned out ginger I didn't know that so um, and the next day I thought it's okay it's fine never mind the hair colour's gone we'll go for a different vibe and the next day I've, I've dried my hair I woke up and honestly it looked like you know, like a matted poodle vibe. <laughs> that's not the vibe you're going for, right? At the moment, no. No. <laughs> going to your meeting. So, yeah, I don't want to bash any brands, but I thought I got a bargain with using a cheaper product. Often, you know, you do need to look at the ingredients, etc. So, yeah. That's my little story. That is bang on brief, to be honest. I think people need to know. And this is not a podcast that says don't get Starbucks, make your coffee Mm -hmm. at home. We're not those people. I am that person. (laughs) But yes, you can spend it on expensive hair care. And this is the thing. It's about value for money. So if your hair makes you feel more confident in a meeting, if if it's worth the money to you, it's it's worth having. I'll spend easily 300 quid on my hair, but then I take little sachets of Nescafe onto the train and ask for hot water. Wow. I love that so much. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so you just can't win. I think we're all just wired in really weird ways where we think we're saving money, but you're really not because it just all balances out. What are your targeted ads like? So walk-in freezers and who does Facebook marketing think you are? What do they target? Okay. <laughs> I'm quite proud that I don't seem to get any weird ads for like I saw this um, belly button plastic grower recently <gasps> where you can grow your belly button for a belly button fetish. What? It's this plastic you thing. Got, you've got no, I didn't get I promised. No, I didn't. I promise. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm really happy to say that I don't seem to get those ads. So okay. we know that my history, search history is nice and clean. So you've narrowed it down to not belly button fetish. Not stuff. belly button fetish. Okay. No, growers. Right. Okay. I don't, God, I'm learning stuff. Here. I saw it on a YouTube video. Oh, I see. That's oh. why I saw it. Not because I Google that kind of thing. No, it's, um, it's fine. We'll leave it. You know, we don't have to go any further. <laughs> um, all my ads seem to be be, I'm not going to lie, shoes. Okay. I have an obsession with shoes. Business clothes and um, uh, freezers or like ice cream scoop. Or I, I feel like Facebook's not having to work too hard, is it? What not do you really. think, what do you think she they... might like? Well, businessy stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, suits. You don't say. Suits. suits. It's always desserts as well from other companies because I'm always looking online, oh. researching them and seeing, you know, what are the competitors doing? Let me see if there's something new that I can introduce to the menu. Um, so it's always um, other dessert companies. And yeah, I do click on them sometimes and I do order. Oh, do you? Absolutely. So you buy from rivals? Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? <gasps> oh, no, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just <laughs> interested. I, just, I feel like if you were, mm. your whole thing was like driving a business, isn't there mm. a bit of you that just doesn't want other businesses Clicking to Clicking on the adverts costs them money, though. 
Oh, but you said you bought. <laughs> oh, but no. But, huh? Should I just click clicking them, keep oh, purchasing, yeah. and then Spons- quickly, immediately, like, cancel ads? See if you can sink a whole business. Just like, <laughs> for maximum is... expense on the other business, go all the way wow. to basket before you abandon. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Sometimes when you do that, though, and put things in your basket, you will get retargeted with a discount because they want to convert you as a customer. That's wow, a, you're, how do you know? This is great. You're good at this. This is a hack. And I did it with my gym membership recently. Um, I didn't want to pay the membership fee so I got all the way to the paying bit and cancelled out and they emailed me and they were like we've got a special offer for you no membership fee so often with like nice clothes companies they will retarget you with a 10% or free delivery or something so if you're not in a rush to buy something which sounds like you are the thing is with me if it's again for personal what I'll do is I'll I'll go to the um, landing page and I'll find the subscribe to our newsletter yep. for 10% off Lovely. so I'll subscribe and then I will immediately go to my inbox and pre- press refresh literally within 0.3 second bracket and if the email is not there I will just go and complete the purchase because time is money and time is special (laughs) but if it's on the business side I can't do that because I've got to answer to my sister and now Lord Sugar so I'm proud (laughs) Um, which one is the scariest to answer to I'm actually going to say Lord Sugar is quite a softie Oh, he's fine. This news just in. Yeah. Well, there you go. We did get a scoop. We did fix. get a scoop. <laughs> there you go. I'm not sure I should have said that. <laughs> I think um, Lord Sugar is fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, he's getting tougher and I'm tougher. Isn't it? In a now. Whereas your sister, unfair. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> and not soft. You know what it is? I've been in this business with my sister for a long time now, okay? And we have to make sure this succeeds, okay? Because it's our livelihood. Yeah. So we bounce off each other. And when you save money, you're proud of it and you can't wait to tell the other person, like, guess what? I got 100 quid napped off. Or guess what? I've served three extra customers today. And that means it's covered the purchase that we made earlier. So it's that kind of mentality. Whereas with personal, no one checks my bank account. I don't even check it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever relax? (laughs) I mean it's this in the nicest question. possible way, but like, is there anything you do or buy or anywhere you go? Like, do you take holidays? Mm-hmm. Do you <laughs> I think Paul's worried about you. Yeah, no, 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 no. no it's, it's just the, the drive that you're talking mm-hmm. about. It, just, mm-hmm. it sounds quite exhausting. Mm-hmm. I think if you'd asked me that question maybe a couple of years ago, I don't think I knew how to relax. Um, I didn't really... 100% knew who I was I knew what I enjoyed or what I enjoyed doing to relax um, I would say now yes I'm absolutely exhausted yes I think about work all day long um, but now it's from different perspectives before it seemed to be little little details and now it's more big vision things I don't even feel like it's working it's just actually my future anyway work's not work to me it's it's what I do I I, honestly I'm having the time of my life but yes I am exhausted so do you invest in any because obviously there's quite a self-care like we've commoditized and we've monetized self-care to a degree so there are candles you can burn there are spa days you can go on are you Mm -hmm. somebody who will burn a candle and feel like you're on holiday or for me I I like what you said there because you're right I do feel that we seem to monetize everything in life now and it's like are you you kidding for me self-care for me is just (laughs) you're gonna laugh He's writing out my goals. <laughs> but is it in a really nice notebook? Yeah, from no, it's says, not. Hopes and dreams on the front. Or? I'm being honest with you. I wish I could show you. It's a black diary from Poundland. For me, the ideal ideal evening to relax would be doing something with my family quickly, like maybe having a nice dinner. I'd like 
6.30 p.m. because then we couldn't just like depart from the situation at like eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I don't want to watch TV. That's literally my idea of hell. But for me, fun would be sitting with my family and enjoying a gorgeous like home-cooked meal, something That's like nice. that. And then for me, it would be just going to my room, putting some incense sticks on, getting to write out my goals in a diary, putting some like good music on and um, just being mindful. And for me, I'm a very appreciative, grateful person. I've started practicing gratitude. Um, I like to think of what I'm thankful for. See, I get mugged off by mindfulness, but it's like if you did like some kind of audio book about appreciate the thing that you had I, I bloody buy it I'm, I'm in I'm bought in <laughs> right let me monetize that now <laughs> um, okay on the flip side what's the worst you've ever been ripped off you bought a walk-in freezer <laughs> it turned out it was a shoebox this is quite a serious one but can I say it yeah of course yeah. you can it's not funny it's not but, always fun. but we, yeah we want to hear everything it's basically anything you might be tripped up by we're trying to yeah. if we can save one person then your horror was not in vain the most I've spent money online and felt that it wasn't of value was for like an online course and there are a lot of courses advertised now on Instagram on anything to do with you know investments or get rich quick schemes or property or let me help you with these business ideas and I will teach you everything for only a fee of £3,000 for these two days and then you will get access to me for a lifetime you get to be part of a community this amazing Facebook group and I am, I'm not going to say I'm embarrassed, but it's quite clever, the marketing around these. And a few years ago, you know, I wanted more and um, I decided to invest in one of these courses. And I very quickly realized all of this content is available for free. Yeah, yeah, it's just curation of resources that are already out there. Exactly. So, and also the problem with that is the information that they're giving you is usually A, out of date because they haven't constantly kept up to date with their materials because they're just constantly flogging the same course and two it's from one perspective one angle one experience you need conflicting advice to be able to make your own informed decisions whereas going on one of these is really pushing you towards one way of thinking when actually it just might not be best for you but then you've spent all that money on this course and now you've got to go down that way because you're too guilty not to and you need to make the money back I would just say be very careful about signing up for these courses where they promise you uh, to be part of a community or to give you all this knowledge. You can actually go out there, find out the info for yourself, put it into practice before you spend big bucks. Then win the apprentice. That's and then win the apprentice. Situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is mad though because like it's. I think it's quite embarrassing if you spent that money because it happens with things like comedy courses because I do stand up comedy and I've done a few where it is somebody who you've never heard of and I wanted to believe when I was a new comedian I wanted to believe it so I, I parted with my money for these afternoons you go and sit in like a dirty basement somewhere and you're like you you think from the production values I'm not sure this is going to get me on live with the Apollo but yeah. you're then in a sort of conspiracy because you've spent the money and then people so you ask you yes. oh have you done this course and you kind of want to tell them oh yeah it was good just because you don't want to admit yeah. like actually I just I might as well have just opened the window and just chucked 50 but that, quid that's out. actually yeah. one, of the, one of the worst things about being scammed is that people who are the victims of it actually feel the the shame attached embarrassment. To it. I yeah. think that's the real mm. horrible thing that people often won't come forward and say they've lost these sums of money yeah. because they feel embarrassed 
but there's no there's no reason that should be the case you know exactly just... which is why i thought i need to share it because people just just be careful before you sign up to something go to a few free events first because there's plenty of them and go to a few different companies get a feel for it rather than getting brainwashed into one route because it's very easy to happen people i know really clever women have at some point in their lives ended up doing those multi-layer marketing schemes mm. where you're invited to buy like beeswax candles or something and it, it's it's psychologically profiled to make it sound amazing i think you know what it's it's tricky now because on social media you see people that look gorgeous and they are women looking perfect all the time because they've used a, a, an app to filter themselves there's people that then look completely fit and you know you need to go to the gym but then you're seeing someone on on instagram that looks literally like a, you know a greek goddess or a greek god it's like okay i need to get to that so i think you've just got to be really careful with what you see online and actually take a step back and think how am i happy in my life this is the rest that i can do in these areas i cannot be everything i can't be gorgeous and smart and fitness queen and running a business and got a side hustle on the side just do what you're good at and invest yourself into that 110% and see where you get to and then if you're not enjoying it then switch because there is super pressure in investing in yourself now as a yeah. bi- as a brand and as a business so I think it's yeah. really good to hear from you about because there was so much graft in it like people yeah. wouldn't have known you were six years in to your business it's bloody the past graft. six years I've been <laughs> in covered in chocolate at 11.30 at night <laughs> arguing with my delivery driver and dealing with a customer review and it's just absolutely constant and it's been exhausting and now it's a new level but you do get to a point where it becomes fun it's really nice to see people who deserve the wins getting thank a win you. on reality tv because it's not always true so um, thank you this has been a bloody joy so thank you for sharing that with us now it seems like you might be quite competitive are we gonna play a game just a vibe um <laughs> <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> just sometimes you just you just get sense. Um, so we've got a quick fire round now. So basically how this works is I will give you some items mm. and you've got to guess how much they cost and you're playing against Paul. So okay. I feel a little out of my depth now. And I think you should. <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's see what these quest- items I mean, are. Some of them are really obscure. But you've got to remember it's what other people will pay for it, not what you would pay for it as well. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm taking your advice. A Forrest Gump running action figure. Depends on the quality of it. (laughs) You don't get to know. It's on Etsy. They are handmade. It is Forrest Gump running. Why anyone would want anything like this in their own home is anyone's guess. $12.99. Someone is apparently paying two hundred fifty-two pounds <laughs> and seventy-six pence, and I think uh, <laughs> I did I, say it depends on the quality. I think I need I need the link sent to me, Dave, because I I need to understand. Uh, we're missing something. <laughs> so technically, Paul, you've won. I think I lost. Didn't I? Did you lost? I said the lower fee. Oh, did you go lower? Yeah. Oh, see, I would be I would be out of the apprentice I wouldn't let you get away with that. Yeah, I know. I, I, you there's no way I would have. No. <laughs> No chance. I could see that. I just figure on, on, you know, just by odds, Paul, one day you'll get one right. I got closer. Uh, I mean, than I usually get. So are we declaring that 1-0? So (laughs) it is 1-0. On the subject of absolutely flimsy courses, half a day's car cleaning lesson... 4-1. 4-1. Oh, this is the you best are scam in history. <laughs> Availa- available to buy on Not On The High Street, you can purchase a fun workshop with their detailer, Neil, learning to properly clean your car and leave it sparkling. To properly clean Neil's car. Properly clean Neil's <laughs> Someone car. Someone has come up with a brilliant Someone. scam. 
Well, I went first last time, so this time it's yours. Oh. So it's a, it's a day court, a day yeah. long court. So it's uh, revive my car, personal half day, safe clean workshop. Half day, a half, half a day. full half day. All right, I'm going of washing your own car for money. Now, bearing in mind, I think it's incredible <laughs> this exists, but because they're trying to make out this is a thing that someone might want, forty pounds. Okay, just because it is half a day of something. Yeah, that is half a day's labour for Neil. If Neil does in fact exist, I'm going to definitely go higher. I'm not going to go too high just in case, but I'm going to say it will be above £80. Wow. Correct. What? You can learn to clean your own car for the bargain price of £149. That's unbelievable. Why am I clapping? Because <laughs> yeah. someone is receiving £149 to show someone how to wash a car. That is business genius. That is incredible. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is why I get in awe of people because all I know how to do is sell dessert. You are crafting a beautiful bespoke dessert, whereas Neil is showing you how to use chamois leather. Like, oh, wow. We're all mugs. In a way, Neil is the greatest business mind of our time. Exactly. And finally, um, how much is breakfast at Tiffany's specifically the cheapest breakfast at Tiffany's Blue Box Cafe in London as in a breakfast like a full on breakfast plate like the eggs and the hash browns it's a set breakfast menu it's probably going to be quite small though Mm -hmm. because bougie places like small food okay as a rule so I'm going to say £40 okay £40 I'll go 45 because I'm going up 39 oh god you nailed it to the pound I, I had a funny feeling that it was that because I might have Googled that recently. <laughs> oh. Oh. So um, you mentioned opening a new shop in Bradford. Yeah, we have um, uh, a store in a shopping centre in Leeds. I've got a store in Huddersfield and we're opening our uh, flagship store that Lord Sugar has, you know, ha- his investment has helped with in Bradford. Um, really excited. You must come down. But if you're nowhere near West Yorkshire, you can actually just order from my website anyway and we do nationwide delivery on, on my cookie cups and really yummy desserts and have you got a website for that for people yeah. who want to know more so it's osoyum.co.uk okay and we've got so many exciting things coming we're launching a subscription model soon where you'll be able to subscribe and save um, on desserts we're going to buy some cakes Paul that's what's going to happen yeah well, there goes my fee <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're not getting paid a fee we'll talk we'll talk, <laughs> later. We'll talk later Vic. you haven't negotiated hard enough Paul <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming in this has been thank an absolute you. joy to meet you and spend a bit of time with you good luck with all of the things <laughs> thank you uh, thank you Paul thank you very much. for um, being here as ever I'm um, always here I know you are. <laughs> we tried to lock the door. Someone <laughs> got in. And that's the end of this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it as that really does help us spread the word and it costs nothing. And if you didn't enjoy it, you now have 30 days to return this podcast for a full refund. Your statutory rights will not be affected. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs>